Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I hope your week is going well. We're glad you're joining us today and sharing a little bit of your time with us. Um, Today, I have a friend of mine. I call her Roz, but Rosalind Alexander. Hey, Roz, how are you? Hey, pretty good. Good. Hey, I'm glad you're with us. Ladies, I met Roz, oh my goodness, what, 12 years ago, maybe 13 years ago, maybe longer. 1997. All right. We went to church just a little while together when your husband worked for IBSA and I was attending Living Faith down the road. Right. Yeah. Ross, tell it, ladies, a little bit about yourself. And I want to I want to bring our conversation to what God's doing in your life today. But I want to start back because I want them to know about you and your healthcare background and some of where God's had you and Greg as far as, you know, raising your family and then empty nesting and, and where he has you now. Okay. In 1990, we got a call to go to Urbana, where uh, Greg, my husband Greg, served as full-time collegiate minister there in Urbana, and uh, it was a really fun time. Uh, The university had about 5,000 Asians coming from China and all over Asia, and even more uh, internationals, and so we, we dove in and we're able to do some church planting, uh, international ministries. It was one of the funnest times of our ministry was international work and on the campus. Top-notch students, just amazing, amazing students in the hard sciences and computers. And Greg learned a lot just from his students. He was able to glean a lot of things that really helped him in his career going forward. I finished a degree in occupational therapy at Parkland there in um, Champaign, and then later finished a bachelor's degree and worked here in Springfield with early intervention and in rehab with occupational therapy. So about, let's see what year was that, 2008, we got a call to go to um, International Mission Board and do student work at in Toronto. And Greg was a chaplain at the University of Toronto, and that opened up more doors, even more students from all over the world. Toronto is the most multicultural city in the world, comparable to New York, and it's incredible. And you can't can't even find a Canadian, really, in that city. One out of 10 people might be a Canadian. So it was a real positive experience. And then in 2017, Greg's position changed where he was doing more training and doing more supervision. And we moved to Bristol, UK, the United Kingdom at the University of Bristol. So you talk a lot about what Greg did. And (laughs) I know, and I know you were very active, you know, alongside him. Was most of the work with the, was it always um, with that collegiate audience or the collegiate international audience? Or did you just find yourself, that's what naturally Was that your focus and your intention when you went, or did you find that that's just naturally what occurred? That was always our focus. We were called to Toronto to try to open up student work on the campus and do church planning at the same time. So, and the reason I mentioned Greg's careers, because I followed, right? I mean, those, Mm -hmm. those opportunities opened for me because Greg was called there. So 
that's why I mentioned that. But but as far as the student work, uh, women have an incredible role alongside of other women on campus. And actually, there's there's quite a few other campus ministries that are also active on campus. And getting your foot in the door as a chaplain was just an incredible opportunity the Lord provided because you're actually Greg was actually given a card which gave it gave us permission to be on campus and to rent space and to have a group. And those doors opened because local people there accepted Greg's um, ideas for church planning. And he was able to go in and train seniors to actually do church planting. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a curriculum for that. So the women on campus were a variety of women that were like for inner varsity or other other campus groups. Greg was always reaching out to those groups to draw on leadership. So he was able to train people who stay in Toronto to to do church planting, which was worked out really fun. And then it gave me an opportunity to support these women. And women in ministry, Carmen, you'll know this because it can be really lonely as a woman. You know, you have your other friends, but you're reaching out to girls on campus and no one's really come alongside you and helping you. So part of my role was actually to support the other women who were doing ministry on campus. And that was so encouraging and so rewarding just to be there, just to open your door, just to have a meal, let them, you know, you have some discouraging moments in the ministry where, you know, people don't always want to hear what you have to say. And so you have a sounding board, someone you can share that with. And then also, of course, reaching, helping them to reach out to the, to their women on campus. And one of the ways I did that was to, I would share a fragrance and share a scripture with, with girls on campus and young women on campus. And I I never got a negative response from anyone doing that. They were all curious about it. They were listening. I was able to, you know, share just gems in the scripture and then ask them, would they like, would they like more? Would they like to learn more? And then refer them to either a local woman on campus or offer to do personal training or it opened up many, many doors for me. I know I enjoyed reconnecting with you and just getting to hear more of the story because we had, we just not lost touch, but just our lives went different directions. So it was just really good to kind of come and get that, you know, and get that update. And even um, I, I want I want to go there with the story because I know that you have found an entry, an engagement opportunity through oils, through fragrances. And I know you've got a book or curriculum that other people can utilize. It's a tool that can be used for evangelistic outreach purposes if somebody's interested. And so I, I want to go there with the with the story. But before we do, I, I want to remind our listeners, you're back here now. Actually, God's brought you back, positioned in Springfield, in the home that you've owned for several years and rented out while you were just telling me, hey, Carmen, did you know I'm back? I'm back in this house. So the home that you rented out while God had you overseas. But one of the things that intrigued me when I met with you is even here in Springfield, you're still, your eyes are still seen and you're drawn to an international woman. You, they just resonate. You're like a magnet. You just see them everywhere you go. And, mm-hmm. and and that collegiate age, you enjoy that collegiate age, but collegiate age isn't always an 18-year-old. 
because here somebody may be coming that international student may be coming for maybe a second or third advanced degree or like you said alongside a husband so tell us a little bit about about what that's been like settling back in Springfield and where God has had had your hand right well coming back in our we were actually in this house for nine months and when we moved back in there was quite a bit of work to do so my my focus was you know, making this house livable for us again. And uh, we have grandchildren in the area and we're also helping with grandkids and uh, twins, twin boys. They're a handful. (laughs) And so my focus has shifted a little bit since we've been back. Uh, We are, Greg and I are hoping to engage the University of Illinois Springfield campus. And we've met with people also at Lincoln Land that are currently doing ministry in Lincoln Land, but nothing's happening there at University of Illinois that we were able to see yet. So we're we're in the process of finding out what the opportunities are on campus and then also looking for partners that would help us go in and uh, open up doors to uh, ministry. And we have seen some internationals on that campus, so we know they are there. Okay. Yeah, that was just intriguing, especially since I work right here in Springfield. You know, I love that that's the intentionality of your of your focus and and definitely an imposter to watch what God's doing and seeing if I might be invited into some of that, quite frankly, yeah. you know. So. Well, oh, yeah, that'd be great. So, for instance, at the University of Bristol, there was a large population of Chinese. And one woman in particular stood out as what we call a person of peace. And a person of peace is someone who's really well connected and they just naturally have friends that follow them and they're able to invite friends and they are the person that really God blesses you with to grow your group. And we were able to meet a young woman from China who agreed during COVID, agreed to go through a Bible study and she invited two friends and we met online and we actually shared the entire gospel with them and are still communicating with her and she's still asking us questions about faith. It's, it's just been a most incredible experience. We, we went out with a bang. Our, our group in Bristol, we were able to church plant, train a pastor how to reach, train a young pastor who was just starting a church, how to re- reach other students on campus. And the church was going about 45 people every Sunday when we left Bristol. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Well, Roz, because we only have a little bit of time on the podcast, I want to pivot and I want to go back to what you said earlier about how you used a fragrance. And I and I want to jump right into the fact that you have a resource that's available that I know when I was talking to you, it's it truly can be an evangelistic outreach tool. And it's something, it's oils that women can resonate with that a lot of women know. But give give us some cliff notes on that resource and how you've used it, but how you can see women using it here to engage people in their communities. Right. Well, I hate to even use the word essential oils, even though we uh, that is the, the primary tool that I use. But I, I like to refer to as a fragrance. And, and it's a study about the Old Testament and when the Lord said, make a fragrant offering. And then the study of what those things were. They were the holy anointing oil. They were the holy incense. And uh, purity entered into that and cleansing internet. And Christ enters into that. And it started on day three. It started the day, you know, God created the world and he created plants and how those were our first fragrant offerings to the Lord. So the study really isn't 
it it does correlate with essential oils. I do not uh, sell them and I do not promote any particular company, but it is a tool that I use to share scripture. And you might say it's like storytelling, sharing a scripture and sharing a fragrance. It's something that really resonates with people. It's so basic to our nature. I just I remember I like that you said and I'm and I'm I like that you said I'm not selling any oils I don't recommend any company and I'm 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 being careful how I say this because I'm not I don't want somebody listening in to think that I'm putting that down if you do I'm not saying that but I love how you're you just you found an entry point you found an engagement step that women can resonate with that it's like just a bite it's just a little easy step that somebody can take and but then you're in a posture of watching is God doing something there are they curious is there that discovery moment is God working there that you can invite them in to go a little bit deeper a little bit deeper Well, you know, Carmen, a lot of times when you try to share the gospel with people, you you get a negative feedback or you get a funny look or, you know, I have never had that experience when I approach it with a fragrance. And it has opened doors. It's opened doors for training, for uh, group events. Uh, one-on-one is always perfect. A total stranger. They seem to accept it. It's just so different. Yeah, that's that's good. You did write a book, so I do want you to give the name of the book. And um, Roz, I'd like to be able, if you'll send me that link, I want to make sure that we put that resource in the episode notes that ladies can take a look at if it's something that they're interested in to looking at further or maybe using as a tool for outreach. Right. I'm also finishing up a Bible study. It's it's pretty basic, but what it does is, you know, we always hear that the temple and the tabernacle were a copy and a shadow. And but all of us scratch our heads and go, how was it a copy and a shadow of, of what was to come, which was the revelation of Christ? Well, the Hebrews got it, but we've, we've gotten so far away from the Old Testament and our Old Testament training hasn't been as strong as it needs to be in our Christian churches now so that we kind of just don't resonate with that anymore. We, we just scratch our heads and go, how is a fragrant offering. Why does God want a fragrant offering? Well, Christ was our fragrant offering. How did that occur? How did that happen? And so the book, its purpose was to explain some of that. And the name of it is called Essence of Day. And it's it's on Amazon. And then when the Bible study is done, it's going to just be emailed out, just free for anybody who wants to use it. And it can be done in a, a small group or a large group. That's and, good. And, yeah, that's good. I just finished a Bible study and I can't quit talking about it. It's Christy McClellan, Gospel on the Ground. And because she takes us through the New Testament church, but through the through an Eastern lens and what you just said, it changes the meaning of the words. It comes to life when I look at it through that Old Testament lens of what their rhythms were, you know, what their practices were there, you know, and it just sort of makes sense to me. It's just been so eye opening. So that really resonated with me when you just said we don't we, we've we've come away so much from the Old Testament. You said the Hebrews got it. You know what? What right. he was talking about? Right. In the book of Acts, it says that many priests believe the reason many priests believed is because they understood the Old Testament so that when Christ, you know, they didn't believe at first, but when his resurrection happened and the words traveled, they got it. Amen. 
That's good. That's good. All right, ladies, if you're listening, in our episode notes, we'll put the link, the Amazon link to that book, Essence of Day. And Roz, if it's okay, I'm going to share an email address for you in case somebody wants to reach out to you to ask some follow-up questions or learn more or to see how maybe they might be able to engage, be more intentional to engage those collegiate students in their areas. Yeah, the Essence of Day's email is fine. Okay, that sounds great. That sounds I, great. I don't I don't have a website, but I, I have a group on Facebook and you might be able to find that there as well. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds good. Ladies, if you're listening, this is when I give that commercial every week. This is the community when we're all coming together and we're the church. God got, you know, we're all that living stone and it's going to take every one of us doing our part. But but the way God manifests through our lives are, is different. It's unique to each one of us and we're all needed if, if the work's going to get done. So if you're not part of the community, this is the benefit of being part of the community. So get connected with us. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check out resources on our website at ibsa.org backslash women because you're not intended to walk this alone. We're just ordinary women serving this extraordinary God. But through our mundane lives, when we look back and can see these resources and how he's placed us to be salt and light and to penetrate, um, it truly is. This is that Bible study. It truly is the gospel on the ground. We're, we're the witnesses and we just do it through our hands and feet and and doing what he's called us to do. So get connected. We don't want you to be out there alone. So Roz, this is the part I always hate because we have to wind down the podcast and I could just continue to talk. And I've had the beauty of catching up and having the cup of coffee and being able to ask tons of questions. But as we wrap up, what might you say to a woman that's listening in that maybe hasn't been intentional to engage her neighborhood, but feels that little stirring of her heart of what can I do right here where God, where God has me, what would you speak into her as an, as a potential next step to kind of get something jump started? Well, if you have, first of all, you have to know your neighbors. So if you, if you haven't met your neighbors, then I would suggest that's the first thing you do, whether it's to take a plate of cookies or, you know, just uh, go out and meet her when she's working in her garden, ask her about her plants, share a recipe, invite her over for coffee. So that's the first step. When we moved back in here, we had some new neighbors and and I was ab- actually able to start a Bible study with two of them, but invited quite a few more. So just take baby steps and just be yourself. You know? That's good. Sometimes I think we make it too hard. Sometimes I make it too hard. And and that's what I'm realizing. It's just just your everyday life, but have your eyes open, right? Be in a posture of intentionality. Who's God put around you? And do you know your neighbors? I was talking to a, a dear friend from the Chicagoland area, and I love something that she said. She said, um, don't just know your um, neighbors as an adjective. But in other words, do I know Roz? Do right. I know about Roz? Right. And I'm like that. She said, you know, you, you can do a real quick assessment of just your block. Just put the houses on paper. And who do you know in the house? Do you refer to him as, oh, that's the EMT, that's the fireman, or is that Roz? Is that Greg? Is that Carmen? Is that, right. and that's a good right. place to. And, to and one thing, start. you know, in the day of throwaway plates and things, I, when we were in Toronto, I went back to giving my neighbor a real dish because mm-hmm. it gave them an opportunity to put food in it and return it. And also, for me to go back for it. So it, it, it gave me two open doors. That's really good. Yeah. And it's something that, you know, we used to just take, you know, but now too easy to just 
leave a paper plate with cookies or, you know. That's intentional. That's really good. It also shows that you're you were willing to share something that meant something to you, right? It's so true. that's good. And and you might lose a few plates that way. One of our young Muslim neighbors, I uh, had a brown dish with a blue glaze inside, and she loved that dish. And before they their family moved away, she said, "Can I keep it?" And the Lord just said, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's yep. good. Roz, this has been super, friend. I appreciate you sharing some time with us today. Thank you, and thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Ladies, I'm talking to Roz because we're seeing if some of um, this work that she's done could be a potential breakout, you know, at priority um, this upcoming year because it introduces a tool in an intentional way to use a tool to engage your neighbors. But you don't have to wait till then. So like I said, if you've heard something you like, reach out, you know, check out, check out her resources or reach out to her. So... All right, that has to have us wind it down for this week's podcast. So, Roz, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. And ladies, thank you for sharing your Friday with us. We're going to ask you to enjoy the rest of your Friday. We hope you have a wonderful weekend, a blessed Sabbath, and I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.